Welcome to Invoking Witchcraft, the podcast where the sacred and profane come out to play. So call the quarters and set the round. It's time for another episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Invoking Witchcraft. My name is J. Allen Cross, and as usual, I am here with... Britton Boyd, also known as Archaic Honey on the Instagram and on the internet in general. On the interwebs. How are you doing today, Britton? I know you had some exciting things going on. Yeah, um, I'm really feeling my oats this morning. I started taking a beef liver supplement that has given me quite a bit of energy. I'm actually shocked. It's really uh, shared around the whole like wellness crunchy sphere. And I jumped on the bandwagon because I was desperate to feel energy again. <laughs> pregnancy <laughs> to feel is, anything. It's working. Um, uh, I also got like the copy edits. I don't know the technical term for mm-hmm. it for my book. It's like the contents of what my book, bu- the inside of my book is going to look like. And I... I'm so excited that it's, it's really happening. That's such an exciting part, especially when like it's all formatted yes. and it's like in the font that it's going to be in and like the chapter headings are there when it finally looks like a book. That's when it kind of hits you a little bit. It really did hit me. I couldn't believe it. And I like weirdly often I disassociate. It's just a mental health like trauma thing that I need Mm. to work through and probably go to therapy about, I tend to disassociate from things that I create. Mm -mm. Weirdly enough, like a book. And so I saw it and I was like, there's no way I did this. How and when did I ever even do this? I don't remember sitting down for six to seven months writing this book in 2021. Yeah. Well, it's... (laughs) The publishing process takes so long that by the time you're at the end of it, you're like, oh, yeah, I guess I did do that thing, didn't I? Like, Right. Because it's been uh, more than a year and a half mm-hmm. since I started this project. Well, and after the actual writing portion is done, then you go like months at a time where you just hear nothing and you don't look at it. And then suddenly you get it back for like two weeks where you like dive into it, edit it as hard as you can, and then you send it back. And then again, months go by. And Mm -hmm. so you, you have a lot of time to kind of separate from it, but I do think that that's not necessarily a bad thing to kind of disassociate from it a little bit simply because once it comes out, it can just kind of belong to the world and it's no longer like, um, it it no longer feels like it's so attached to you. Right. Yeah. It's like a baby bird. You send it out. Yeah. It's it's ready to fly. It will fly. It'll no longer kind of like, you know, because inevitably people will have issues with it for one reason or another and then you can just be like you can just be like i don't know her like that book like who is she who is she (laughs) who's that book not me um i haven't heard of it um which is honestly an excellent coping mechanism people will love it people will hate it it's it's art isn't that a mariah carey thing oh yeah Right. I don't. Who is she? Yeah, there was an interview where she, I can't remember who they were asking her about. And she was like, I don't know her. And it was like a really famous person that you couldn't. <laughs> it might have been Whitney Houston. I'm not sure. But oh, my God. Like, I no. oh, I love it. I just need that energy in my life more often. Yeah. Right. So when let's get into the weird, crunchy area. So you're you're taking the desiccated liver, beef liver. Grass fed. Yeah. Grass fed. OK. Yeah. So weird, crunchy, gonna have a baby question. Are you going to be doing anything with your placenta? Probably. I am fascinated and terrified. I'll save you a chunk if you have (gasps) some stem cells. (laughs) I don't know. Some people are really weirded out by placentas. Some people aren't. And for those who may not know, the placenta is a, a, I love this. It's an ephemeral organ. That you grow. Yeah. During pregnancy. It's in, it's crazy that you like grow an organ through this time period. And it's packed full of like all sorts of healthy, beneficial things and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you can either donate it, mm-hmm. um, which I've seen a lot of things on the internet saying like, did you know your placenta is worth like $50,000 and you're just giving it away? 
And so, yeah, I mean, even before I knew about that, like the monetary aspects of placentas, I do plan on keeping it and eating mm. it and re-nourishing my body from being completely depleted. I am fascinated. Yeah. And I would try a little bit if you asked them on the side. Okay, like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've seen people like they eat, there's so many different ways to consume it. You can get it encapsulated, like freeze-dried mm-hmm. and encapsulated You can just freeze it and chop it up into slivers and just like eat a little piece every day Mm -hmm. postpartum. Do you you make it into like a broth or something or like do you not want to cook it? I That I do not know. So I think isn't it like liver is best if you do it raw or something like that? Right. I think it's kind of like that because Uh uh, this book that I have that I highly recommend for anyone who may be going through the pregnancy birth portal uh, it's called The First 40 Days Um, Mm. and I can't remember who wrote it but it takes um, this, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, it could be Chinese or Japanese, it is an Eastern Asian um, tradition of that first 40 days um, of just kind of like incubating the the person who gave birth and giving them the space to heal and nourish their body while they mm. adjust to life with a baby. And in that book, they have recipes for smoothies that include the placenta, and it's always raw. So mm-hmm. yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. All right. Well, we will have it, we will have placental adventures. And it makes sense simply because I mean, like it, I mean, you know, I grew up in a rural area where you see like farm animals giving birth all the time and like yeah, a, a, a very normal part of that and like mm-hmm. a necessary part is is the cleanup portion and that's part of it. So it just it kind of makes sense. So it, it really does. There's mm-hmm. Quite a lot that makes sense that has kind of been like through the Western medical industry uh, has been made Mm -hmm. like kind of taboo or like weird. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like giving birth on your back is not always the best position to do it in. (laughs) Well, it's the best for your doctor because they get to sit on a stool. But (laughs) right. I know. And it's like (laughs) if you want to stand or squat or whatever. I feel that the squatting like. Yeah. Yeah, I'm learning a lot about this whole process because it's like if you're not pregnant, you don't think about it. No, you're really you know? And then I got pregnant and I was like, oh, so actually, like, if I contort my body this way, that's what opens my pelvis. Spreading your legs does not open your pelvis. No. It's crazy. No. You learn so much. So much. So much. Mm-hmm. Now, however, though, if the placenta does come out as a call, then you got to preserve it and save it forever. Yeah. Because when it comes out and it's stuck over the baby's face where they have like the veil or whatever, then it's like, first of all, it's a witch child. Um, you know. Yeah, we're, I'm going to be on the lookout for that call. And it's supposedly like not only is it supposed to mean that the child's all super magical, but also um, people used to save the call forever and it, you could like sell them as like lucky charms and like um like sailors and shit would keep them to like protect the boat from any accident or like whatever like all kinds of shit was attributed to them so you can keep that call oh, i yeah i am not selling that call because that mm-hmm. would be a direct line to oh yeah no i mean you know what i mean much. <laughs> too, too much. much uh but i'll give it to my partner or my baby or for me or you know, like a trusted family member, but I would never give away a call. That's, no. that's too too powerful, too potent. So what are we chatting about today? We are picking up where we left off, right? Yes, we are talking about magical timing. And yes. so we have gone over the seasons maybe mm-hmm. twice. I think we may have hit that one twice. Maybe. But it's all right. We're going to just be real thorough with it. We're going to be real thorough. Um, we've done Hands of the Clock. We've mm-hmm. done Moon Phases. We've done, we touched briefly on planetary hours and decided that nobody has time for that. And it's for nerds. And it's for nerds. Um, All that. So today we're going to dive into the days of the week Mm -hmm. because I don't believe we've talked about that yet. And we need to because it's kind of important or at least helpful. Mm -hmm. Um, We'd like to probably reiterate that you can cast your spells whenever the fuck you want and it's totally fine. Absolutely. Um, But these can help. So if you're like, you know what, I'm going to, you know, make a plan to do this sort of spell. You can plan your day of the week correctly. Um, Or if you're like me, you can use it as procrastination. I'll be like, oh, I need to cast this spell, but uh, it's not the right day. So I'm going to 
let that one sit for a couple of days and then yeah, forget about it and then do it again next week and repeat for yes. a month and a half until I actually do the spell. <laughs> <laughs> At least we're real here. You know what I mean? Right. As I say, do as I say, not as I do. Right. So starting <laughs> with what, I don't know. Are you a Sunday starter or a Monday I was starter? I literally just going to ask you that question. Does the day of the week start on Sunday or does it start on Monday? Um, Sunday, the day of our Lord. Um, I personally like to say that the week starts on Monday simply because in my brain, if I say it starts on Sunday, then my weekend is shorter and I don't like that. <laughs> right. I agree. Being raised in capitalism, mm-hmm. the week starts on Monday for me. Yeah. Sunday is a day of rest. If 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 I can get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? If, if capitalism allows. Yes. So Monday. And so all of these days are ruled by planets, yes? They are indeed, yes. So have what is Monday? Moon day. It is the moon day. Some of them are a little obvious, kind of like Sunday and, and, and moon day, you know, mm-hmm. kind of, you know. Right. You can figure that one out. But so Monday is moon day. So what is what is what do we do on Monday? I do have like strong associations with like planetary associations with the day of the week. So for me, the moon is very much about the home. Mm -hmm. Um, It's kind of watery. Mm -hmm. Uh, It is emotional. And and really, I just think about like the home home things. That's what I think about on Monday is home stuff for the most part. I like Um, that. Yeah. So. If I am wanting to do some homework, as mm-hmm. in um, like a home cleaning, I will either I kind of alternate between Sunday and Monday on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but on Mondays, if I want to do like a home blessing or something, um, Sunday and Monday are kind of like my two options there. But I do do like peaceful home stuff mm-hmm. and, and things like that on a Monday for me. I like that. That's that's my vibe with Monday. But I do like that idea of bringing the home stuff onto Monday because then like you're talking about like home cleansing, home blessing, things like that. It's a great way to start off the week. It's kind of like that early moon phase energy as well. Um, And so I, I like that. I like that, especially because I don't feel like there's another day of the week that really centers so much on home stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. And I hadn't thought about that. So I like that. I like that a lot, actually. Yeah. Sunday and Monday are like my home focus days, mm-hmm. um, depending on the type of magic I'm doing. Usually if it's like cleansing and like setting like um, like peaceful home, energy, love, like just kind of mm-hmm. sweetening the house situation up. Um, I usually do that on a Sunday or Monday. Like I'll do like a mm-hmm. home cleansing on Sunday and then following it with like that blessing peaceful home stuff on a Monday or something like that. It just Mm -hmm. depends on how I feel. But also the other thing too is Monday, if I'm working like um, a sugar jar or something Mm -hmm. like that, or a a spell that requires Mm -hmm. consistent candle burning, I usually do a three day a week thing. And Monday is one of the days of the week that I burn the candle. I do a Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Mm, That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like that. And then that way it's kind of structured for me. I'll be like, no, I have to do that every day. And then, and then it's either too much or I'll be like, Oh, I'll only do that some days. And then like, I'll never do it and be like, Oh, three weeks later, I need to. (laughs) Right. It's a good, it's a good structure. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. Mm -hmm. On the Monday, I, of course, you know, we're associating with the moon. So I like to do a lot of um, psychic type spells on Monday. Um, oh, yeah. Things like dream spells, um, spells to increase intuition. A lot of meditation is a, kind of like a Monday thing for me. Um, and transformation stuff, because the moon, of course, going through all the phases. I like a little transformation work on Monday. Um and anything sort of like womb related fertility stuff is a Monday thing for me as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Monday. I've been told, I don't totally believe this. I, I was told before that like since it's ruled by the moon and the moon is so receptive that like active spells tend to be a little flat if cast on Monday, but I don't find that so much. Um I just find that people don't 
understand that energy so much. So I think that might be part of it. Cause like, if you think it's going to be flat, it's going to be flat. But um, mm-hmm. I think the moon has more to offer than, than we'd realize a lot of the time. The moon really does. Mm-hmm. The moon is very mysterious and like, I think shows up in people's lives and um, in really different ways. Mm-hmm. So we, we all have like, um, you know, the moon is often associated with um, the archetype of the mother. Mm-hmm. We, we all have a unique relationship to mother figures in our lives, right? Like yes. <laughs> for some of us, it's really traumatic for some of us. It's was very nurturing and, or mm-hmm. something very different, you know? Um, so, yeah. And I like, for me personally, I had a really weird relationship with the moon for a very long time. I was just like, <laughs> Eh, I'm good. I'm going to go hang out in the sun. <laughs> For me, it's like, I love you, but I want to go to bed. <laughs> yeah, I just want to sleep. I'm like, mm, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I feel that. So then we have my personal favorite, which is Tuesday. And those of us who are in the sign of Aries tend to really thrive on a Tuesday energy. So what's our planetary ruler for Tuesday? Daddy Mars. Daddy Mars up in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love a good Tuesday. Tuesday is excellent. Mars ruled, very fiery, um, very aggressive. So Tuesday is when you need something that has punch to it. So, yeah. um, or anything that is combat oriented as far as magic goes. So if you want to do protection work, really sturdy protection work, that's a great time. Um, reversals that are like a throat punch, we're going to want to do those on Tuesday. Um, uh, anything that builds strength um, mm-hmm. or power is going to be a Tuesday thing. Um, victory is a very Tuesday thing. Um, we're going to talk about success and how that's maybe a little bit different um, on one of the other days. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. yeah, if you want that good Marshall like energy mm-hmm. behind something, Tuesday is a great day to do it. That's when I've done a lot of um, aggressive mm-hmm. he- hexing. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Where I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> um, yes. And Tuesday is a good day to harness that energy. Um, it's it's uh, offensive in my. Mm-hmm. Um. In my uh, feeling, but you can use it as defensively as well, but it has more of a, of that like forward moving, like, yeah. like you said, throat punch energy. Yeah. 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 It's going to, sure. if, if you do protections on like a Tuesday, it's definitely going to be like, it, it has some spring back to it, which I really like. So like I'll build like uh, wards or protective charms or things like that on Tuesdays for like that really strong, like martial protection energy. Um, and Tuesday as well is really good for domination work. Mm. So you have someone that you're like, I need you to do what I tell you. Um, that's going to be a Tuesday. Um, and one of my most favorite saints, um, St. Martha, is known to do the domination work. And her um, special day of the week, because your saints will have days of the week as well, um, is a Tuesday. So mm-hmm. I work with St. Martha on Tuesdays. And mm-hmm. it's a... Um, I believe a Catholic tradition, maybe a full Catholic tradition. I've seen this as well. And her prayer card often has this where they talk about um, offering candles to her for nine Tuesdays in a row um, to get something from her, um, which I think is really neat. So yeah, Tuesday domination work. Don't, don't sleep on your domination work. Right. The other thing that comes to mind with Tuesday and Mars energy that I think a lot of people kind of forget about is like sexual potency and virility. Ooh, yeah. There's a lot of, like, and, and people are always like, oh, but Scorpio for sexual energy. It's like, no, you're really missing out on the Aries energy over here. Yes. Like, we're literally horny rams. Like, we are. Hi. The safe word is keep going. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. um, so that's another thing to think about, too. It's like, if you, if you want to, like, uh, up that virility, potency, power. Mm-hmm stuff tuesday is a good day a lot of people think of also friday venus Mm -hmm. but venus is a very different energy than mars it's more like sensual it's more seductive whereas Mm -hmm. mars is just kind of like just massive schlong energy but yeah very big dick energy like i think of like the um 
I think of like Roman graffiti for some reason. And they would just have like the obsession with like erect penises everywhere. Yes. You know, that's what I think of. It's like, or like those fertility icons that are just massive penises. Just, yeah. Just penises yeah. everywhere. That's, that's Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> Tuesday penises everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Could not have said it better myself. <laughs> okay okay um wednesday yeah mercury oh mercury good buddy mercury yeah i love and so we start we started this podcast and we were like okay what day of the week are we going to record and we both agreed wednesdays would be our recording and publishing day yes 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 Mm -hmm. Because we have that nice communication, um, because of that Mercury energy. Um, Mercury is such a weird one because it is multifaceted, a lot like kind of Venus energy, which can be a lot of different things. But like Mm -hmm. Mercury energy, it's like, um, it's so it has that communication aspect. So I do like to work spells around like uncovering truth. Mm-hmm. Or things that have to do with gossip or stopping gossip or maybe even starting it sometimes. Um, you know, you can utilize spells for that um, on Wednesday. Um, you can also do certain types of road opening on Wednesday, especially if you're trying to open um, roads to connection or communication or to um, reopen um, say there's someone that you haven't been able to speak to in a really long time. Maybe there's something going on in your relationship and, and you would like to maybe try and, and open that back up again. That's like a Wednesday thing. Um, but it's also like a, like a commerce thing, business. Yes, and that's where what I was going to say is the commerce part. Yeah. Cause it's all about that sort of exchange. And so, whereas it's like, I wouldn't necessarily use Wednesday energy to grow a business, but to, I, I, I guess, increase activity. I mm-hmm. would say like that exchange, the, the commerce, the people coming in, the money exchange, the, um, the buzz essentially around it. Right. Yeah. That, um, when I think about like, if, especially if you run like an online business, because to me, Wednesday is also a day or Mercury rules the internet mm-hmm. and like, well, there's so much that happens, so much exchange information, trading commerce, all of that happens on the internet. Um, it is a good day to broadcast, your business on the internet and to just like really put stuff on blast essentially mm-hmm. um that is uh, business focused and stuff or commerce related i find I like that's that's the day that i like to do it um and also when i do want to do like a business success spell um usually a wednesday or a friday for me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah that makes sense that makes sense um Absolutely. Especially like if you're trying to increase things like word of mouth about your business right. or, or I like that you brought up like internet or social media with mm-hmm. it because, um, mercury energy is a lot of, um, getting a lot of shares and getting yes. a lot of likes and a things lot of being treated and yeah. Mm-hmm. And which like I really that. like. Yeah. Very um, busy. Yes. Very busy. Um, and then, so with Wednesday we have what Hermes, which is, uh, and then, Mercury is kind of like the Roman version. And Odin. Oh, really? Daddy Odin. Yeah, because he's he's a bit mercurial. Yeah. yeah. I think of him as Wednesday person. I mean, when mm. you look at uh, Neil Gaiman's American Gods, Odin was Mr. Wednesday. Mm-hmm. That makes Daddy. sense. Yeah, Wednesday does have daddy energy, but it's, it's a little softer daddy energy. Because like, yeah, like St. Joseph mm-hmm. is, a, is a Wednesday energy, which is a little less like... I'm going to stab you in the throat with a sword like Tuesday um, mm-hmm. and a little more like fatherly, you know, mm-hmm. um, which I like. So that's interesting. Daddies of the week. <laughs> Daddies of the week. This is where we're going. <laughs> this is, this is a weird, we have a vibe today. Yeah, right. It's just penises on Tuesdays, daddies on the Wednesdays. It's all right. Um, Cause we do have more daddies in this, this days of the week. I know that we do. They're yeah. coming, they're coming right at us. Mm-hmm. Um, full speed. So Thursday. I love me some Thursday energy. Mm-hmm. Thursday yep. energy. What um, is our ruler? Um uh, Th- Thor is associated with it. Thor's oh. day. Um, but uh Jupiter. Oh, Jupiter. Yes. Jupiter. Jupiter. Yep. That cash. Cash, like expansion. Yeah. And I am a person who always kind of like sleeps on Thursday. I'm just kind of like, eh, mm-hmm. because I associate Fridays 
more with money, which I think a lot of people are kind of confused by. I mm-hmm. really associate Venus with money stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But Thursday is a really good day to work on that expansion aspect of mm-hmm. business and commerce. And it's great because like that Wednesday, Thursday, Friday energy is really good to, to do business ventures. Like those yes. three days combined, you can pack in a lot of uh, like a good punch with those three days of the week. Um, I do like that. Cause like Wednesday is kind of like advertising and then Thursday is kind of like expansion. And like Friday does have that sort of money aspect to it, but it's more like, it's less like, um, investing which i would think of as like a thursday thing and friday is more like treat yourself like right. you have extra money to buy something pretty or like mm-hmm. you know that sort of kind of wealth situation happening mm-hmm. um thursday has like when i think of the planetary ruler uh jupiter it it's associated with the color purple and mm. has a very like kingly vibe so mm-hmm. more daddy energy here yeah. um and uh, i it's interesting i just just for some reason i in my personal practice i've never like haven't put a lot of emphasis on it and i'm as mm-hmm. we're describing thursday i'm like why don't i utilize thursday more often <laughs> <laughs> definitely utilize thursday because i feel mm-hmm. like it has more um body to it money wise than than Friday does. Cause like Friday is good for like, you know, that spending money, that cash sort of feeling, but like Thursday is more of that. Like I'm growing my business. I'm investing in my future. I'm, you know, it has, it has more of like a structure to it. Thursday as well is when I really like to do road opening work. Oh yeah. Cause it kind of has that expansive sort of, um, I, for some reason in my brain, Thursday is very orange. And so oh, yeah. I, you, I, I do a lot of road opening work on Thursday um, if I'm going to do blockbuster work, though, I'll often do that on a Tuesday, a Thursday, or a Saturday. Um, I do like to do it on Tuesdays because it's so aggressive, and sometimes you really just need to smash the crap out of whatever mm-hmm. obstacles in front of you in order to get it to work. Um, but I do a lot of like the road opening stuff on Thursday. I will occasionally on Wednesday, but mostly I like to keep it to Thursday personally. Mm, mm, cool. That's interesting. Yeah, I never really thought about Thursday as an orange orange like blockbuster road opener day but mm-hmm. you learn something something every day you learn something <laughs> every day that's what i'm trying to get out here yeah love me some thursday love, yeah. love me some thursday energy so get that money y'all mm-hmm. and do your taxes on a thursday really yeah i just do it whenever i can but still maybe it could couldn't hurt my health <laughs> I hadn't thought about that. I just, I try really hard not to think about taxes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which bites you on the ass at the end it's of the true. day. It's it's the self-employed curse is the taxes. It's just, it, oh. It truly is the, the curse of self-employment. Oh. All right. We're going to ward away taxes for a moment. Right. And the taxes IRS. Begun. Rebuke the IRS. Okay. Um, Friday. Friday. Venus Day. Sexy Lady Day. Yes, everybody loves a Friday. Right? Like, you get paid more often than not. Folks are getting paid on Fridays or Thursdays. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a day, it's the end of the week. You're getting ready for the weekend. If you're a person who doesn't work on the weekends. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just got a relaxing, releasing almost energy. Because you're just kind of like, you can let your hair down. And right. stuff, um, but you Venus, put on your hot girl disguise, go to the club, right? Exactly, shake your it's, booty. It's when the nightlife is really popping. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like a good day for like glamour magic, seduction, flirting, mm-hmm. finding a new lover. Um, and like for me, like I always think of money work. Like I think of Cardi B, yes, and, and her song "Money." Like that's a Friday vibe for me. Um, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. You got paid, you go out to the club and it does. So like Friday very much has intense sexual vibes to it Mm -hmm. because even just kind of like the structure of the week, it's like you've built up all this tension and then Friday you get like the big release. It's like, you know, you have, you have your, your Friday, little explosion there. You get to get dressed up. You get to go out. You get to, um, there's a very kind of primal sort of release that happens. Like you finally feel like you kind of exhale Mm -hmm. on Friday and you have the weekend to look forward to like, 
it's I, I really like that energy. But I do think that Venus is so incredibly multifaceted. Very. Because um, like not only is it, you know, we when people think of Venus, they think about love and they yep. think about romance and sexual desire and things like that. And like um and, and I think that that's uh, a wonderful aspect of Venus. But also Venus will cut you. Oh, she will. Venus has some war energy in it. Um, it also has some money energy in it, like we've been talking about. Um, it also has some healing energy in it, I feel, a lot of the time, um, by simply embracing parts of ourselves. So I think that sometimes shadow work is interesting to do on hmm. a Friday type situation. Um, so Venus, Venus has a lot going on. She really does. Um, and if you are, I was a devotee of Venus for a while and, and then I kind of like pumped the brakes on that for a bit. Um, Mm. but that was the day I always worked with Venus was a Friday. It was like a day that I really enjoyed doing magic in general. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's just got such a nice energy to it. Um, but yeah, you're right. It is extremely multifaceted. And the other thing that I learned about Venus work is it's very much like fuck around and find out. as well big time a lot of people do have that association of just like soft red pink roses no no there's spikes and also the other things too uh, is that uh, venus is associated with with copper and green Mm -hmm. colors as well like it's not just like pink yeah or, or like rose quartz like it's there's other things there too Absolutely. I love green Venus energy. Mm-hmm. I um, like the copper. It's so mm-hmm. pretty. It's very cool. I love that. I love that a lot. And too, like, you know, we, again, we kind of focus on this idea of that, like Friday is really good for love spells and it really is. It's a wonderful mm-hmm. day for that. Uh, but don't sleep on utilizing Friday energy for hex breaking that is associated with your love life. Mm-hmm. So if you feel like your love life is not going well because there is magical interference and you want to break some sort of a spell or a cross condition or whatever it is, um, Friday is a great day for that. Agreed. hundred percent. Yeah. You can do a lot with Friday. And I would just suggest like, if you are interested in that Venus magic is to, to really dive into the planetary aspects of Venus mm-hmm. and uh, learn more about that. Cause there's so much that can be gleaned from just learning about, um, Venus as a planet, mm-hmm. magically big, speaking. Big Taurus energy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very big Taurus energy. And a little Libra too. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. But I feel more Taurus y. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Libra can visit. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Y'all are, y'all are all right. <laughs> JK, we love you. We don't. Everyone loves a Libra. I mean, come on. I can't date you, but I love you. Exactly. I can't date you, (laughs) but I can make eyes at you and like Mm -hmm. daydream. Yeah. And we can be friends, but we'll fight too much. We will. We will. Yeah. Oh, Libra. That's it. Where are we? Saturday? Saturday. 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 This one's a weird one. This one throws people off. So what is our, what is our planetary ruler? Saturn daddy now this is this is like the 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 daddy energy this is this is the one that'll get you yes this is the the dark daddy energy this is is, the spank you energy this is some Hades energy Mm -hmm. yeah right yeah I think of a lot of um hexing um And kind of like, I guess, air, using bunny ears here, uh, darker work happening mm-hmm. on Saturdays, yes. uh, things of that nature. Um, mm-hmm. And the other thing, too, about Saturn is a lot of people associate like struggles and trials and tribulations with Saturn. But Saturn is here to teach us lessons and also help here to help us build structure. So mm-hmm. I actually do really enjoy utilizing Saturday in a positive way of building structures, doing mm-hmm. like um, a brain dump and reorganizing things in my head um, or tasks. Or if I have like long-term goals, that's the day that I work on them. Um, mm. I'm not out hexing people every day. <laughs> so I don't really put a huge emphasis on that kind of a work. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I really do enjoy like the structure building of mm-hmm. Saturn and stuff. Yeah. I do have, um, my mid heaven 
for the astrology nerds is Scorpio or it's like Saturn. It's very Saturn influence or Saturn is on my midheaven is what I'm trying to say. Sorry, y'all. I had to like visualize my astrological chart for a second. So um, it's, it's a strong placement for Saturn for me. So I really love to feel like I am doing the work of organization and structure building. That's just me. That makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that way of looking at it. Cause I haven't, I hadn't really, um, understood that about Saturn until today. So I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always very much viewed Saturn as like this really thin knife. Like it's, it, it has that like really sharp energy to it. And so like in a lot of the traditions that I learned from, um, you tend to almost always do your cleansing on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Cause it's a great day to cut away things, to release things, to, um, like get rid of stuff. So like any of your like banishing you would do on like a, on Saturday, mm-hmm. um, any of your like cord cutting you would want to do on a Saturday, um, uh, hex work as well. Like you we were talking about would be a Saturday thing, um, as well as reversals. But I find that the energy of a reversal done on a Saturday is a little more sinister almost than a reversal is done on a Tuesday. Cause mm-hmm. like a Tuesday is like a come at me, bro. You're going to see me running at you. <laughs> like, yeah. and like, it's, it's like more of like a Jersey shore reversal versus like Saturday is more of like, a, I'm gonna sneak up on you mm-hmm. um, kind of situation. So Saturday has kind of like that, that sneakier, darker. Um, if I'm going to need to hide something, yeah. um, Saturday is a good day for that. Um, or, um, if I'm going to need to disempower something mm. Saturdays or like diminishment work. So like if like, um, which you can do with something like say you have like a sickness or whatever, you can do like a diminishing charm to like make it go away to like disempower the the sickness so that it like shrinks up and dies. Like Saturday is mm. really good for that, that, that shrivel up energy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to do protection work on Saturday, um, that would be kind of the vibe of it is it's like Saturday, like a Saturn, like Saturnian. Is that, is that how you say that? Saturnian? I, I think so. Yeah. Making I, up everyone, words to- everyone says things differently. Like I say, and many people have made fun of me. I say Venetian, Ven- but some people say Venusian. Eh. Eh, potato, potato. <laughs> I, I don't care enough to be honest. <laughs> um, but if you're going to do protections that are that are Saturn oriented, um, their vibe is a little less like um, brick wall, like kind of like Tuesday energy, and a little bit more like um, it's sort of like this field where stuff co- comes flying at you, and it just kind of like loses power and just dies. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of you know, that's kind of the Saturn vibe of protection. I feel a lot mm-hmm. of the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't tend to do a whole hell of a lot on Saturdays. I mean, it's usually my free day where I go out for a hike. If I'm feeling like hiking. That makes sense. Yeah, that's my free day. Last day of the week here, wrapping it up, Sunday. Sunday, fun day. Um, yes, yeah, so Sunday is, of course, the day of... The sun. The sun. Voila. It's just is, a great day. It is a good day. It's a fabulous day. It's the Lord's day. It's the Lord's day. It's the day of rest. Um, I love Sunday for anything I really want to do because it's illuminated and supported by the sun. But a lot of the time I really focus on like home blessing or like home cleaning, um, kind of getting myself, uh, getting a good energy to carry into the rest of the week. Mm -hmm. Um, I do uh, like, cleansings and blessings like bathing mm-hmm. and stuff on Sundays um, or I'll light a blessing candle or I'll do like a blessing oil rub all over my body, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I really love Sunday energy. It's so nice. Sunday. Sunday has a really fabulous, bright, strong energy. Um, very much I associate it with St. Michael. Um, mm-hmm. So like um, I do beautiful, um, I like to do uncrossing work on Sundays. I like to do protection work on Sundays. Um, like Sunday is a good kind of like all purpose day for whatever it is very that you much. need. Um, but it has this very strong projective energy um, that's very bright. So um, if I need to uncover something that's hidden, Sunday is a great time for that. If I need to illuminate things, um, Sunday is great. Um, if I'm going to be doing any paranormal work where I feel as if though I'm going to have to exercise a home, 
um, or get a spirit off of a person, I prefer to do it on Sunday. Um, similarly, if I'm going to be doing any like mediumship work where either it's like, um, you know, doing, just doing a reading where I'm, where I'm doing mental mediumship. Um, I really love that Sunday energy for it. Cause I feel like it's very like in the light, um, and seance work. A lot of times people really think that seances need to happen, um, like it, at night, with candles and it's all dark and creepy. I like to do mine on a Sunday morning. That's beautiful and bright, like next to a big, like open window, like, you know, to have the good vibes for the seance, um, which actually is more helpful than a lot of people would think, mm-hmm. um, to have like a very bright, airy, um, positive environment for seance work. Um, so yeah, Sunday, you can do all kinds of shit with that. Yeah, you can do, it's so versatile. It's, it's kind of like Friday, in versatility um in wednesdays but uh sunday it's just got a nice good vibe and like you can do a lot with it so and i associate uh gold and yellow uh, mm, with yeah. with sunday stuff so if you're lighting candles or doing something like that uh, that's the colors that i associate with that, that day absolutely absolutely do we want to go into sabbaths because that could be a long convo too but before we started this recording, Jay and I were kind of like, mm, you know, we're folk magic folks. We just don't really often celebrate Sabbaths. Um, Let's know. just go into like our, our highlights. I like highlights. I don't, I don't think we, <laughs> yes, we are, we are professional uh, mystical educators, but uh, the wheel of the year is not something that is super strong in my book. So there are ones that I'm like, yes, really into. And then there are other ones where I'm like, mm, not so much. Um, so wheel of the year, where do you have like a favorite? Yes. But before I jump into the wheel of the year, I just want to say very quickly, I did write mm-hmm. about this a lot in my book that's upcoming. Uh, Um, The wheel of the year is based off of like Western European um, weather patterns, in my opinion. That's like the research I've kind of done is it's it's kind of got like a, it's it's rooted in like European folk magic and that doesn't apply everywhere. So it's like if, if you're pagan and you're, you know, leaning towards that stuff and you want to celebrate the wheel of the, the year and you live in Phoenix, Arizona, your year's going to look really different. It's in bulk is going to be not the in bulk of London. I don't know. Somewhere in the UK. Um, Some sort of shy or something. Right. So something to think about and to make the wheel of the year your own to run off your own bioregion. That's what I like to do. That's why I don't really follow the wheel of the year. But what I do do, and I'll get to the highlights here is that I celebrate like the solar markings Mm. because that Mm. is when i know and can visually see the change happening around me so yule darkest night of the year longest night of the year Mm -hmm. um light the candles um do the ancestor work um bring the green in from outside into the home bring that that green energy so you can like keep yourself (laughs) feeling hopeful through such a dark long night Mm-hmm. And then, um, then one be, what would be next would be spring equinox. Mm-hmm. So it is the equal light of sunlight and and uh, I was going to say dark night, <laughs> like <laughs> the, the night. They're in equal uh, balance with each other. Mm-hmm. And then the, op- the opposite of Yule or winter solstice would be summer solstice. So the longest day. So it's very fire festival oriented. And then we have the autumn equinox or fall equinox. And again, Mm. that balance between light and dark again. Yeah. Spring equinox to me is like the ramp up time. We're ramping up to the light. And then Mm -hmm. when we go into the fall equinox, we're in the decline. Yes. It's kind of like a, it's a circle. It's a spiral. It's weaving. Mm -hmm. It's. I think all things kind of come back to the moon phases when it comes to (laughs) magical timing a lot. It kind of comes back to that sort of cyclical nature um, of that growing and shrinking and kind of death and rebirth. All of Mm -hmm. it kind of comes back to this sort of cycle, which I think is really important. And I love that a lot of these are very intense liminal spaces, mm-hmm. like kind of like between where either the light and the dark or marking the balance of, um, and people often really think that like, um, that like 
things like like Samhain or like All Hallows Eve um, being like a very spiritual time, especially with the dead. Um, people don't realize that the opposite of that in like on the other side is also the same. So like what would what would be directly across from uh, Samhain on the Beltane would be Beltane. Yeah, which so is you like do the same thing. Yeah, which is like this, depending on where you're located, is kind of like the spring, summer, witch's holiday. Like to me, mm. Beltane is as witchy, as liminal, as like, it. it's like, to me, Beltane's very sexually charged. Yes. Halloween. It's just the other side of Halloween. And, yeah. and Samhain to me. Beltane will get you pregnant. Uh, <laughs> ask me how. oh yeah yeah that'll happen that'll happen um but something that you did sort of touch on that i think is important because this is something i always forget and does not make a whole lot of sense to me is well i mean it does make sense to me but it it hurts my brain um we're in the northern hemisphere Mm -hmm. yep and in the southern hemisphere is different so the seasons are flip-flopped Mm-hmm. So when it's like winter here, it's like summer in Australia. So they have like summer. They, their Christmas is in summer. Yes. So I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think because I was on TikTok and I like saw an Australian TikTok and they were it was winter. They were all wearing coats. And I was like, oh, yeah. I mean, it's not like I'm totally blind to the fact that they live in the southern southern hemisphere. Yeah. But I was like, oh, yeah. So, like, right now it would be the end, nearing the end of winter for them, right? Yeah, this would be, like, their February right now as we're heading into, like, fall. Okay. We'd be heading into, like, spring. Right. The world is a weird place, y'all. It is. And, like, in culture and stuff. And I feel bad for, like, the global south because the global, like, north dominates Mm-hmm. It seems to dominate the yeah. narrative. You know what I mean? So it's like, well, oh. Because of European expansion. You know, right. And colonization. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. So Thanks, thanks guys. <laughs> thanks, y'all. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So that, yeah, that is another thing to think about as well. That's why I'm kind of like, I always promote the idea and Temperance Alden promotes the idea mm-hmm. of building your own wheel of the year because If you live, again, if you're living in New Mexico and you're attaching your wheel of the year practice to a, a, that was founded in like a completely other part of the world, it's Mm. just weird to me. And it kind of does a disservice to the natural ebbs and flows and cycles of the land around you. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. Mm -hmm. Like for me, I don't really celebrate the holidays as far as the wheel of the year is concerned but something that's really important for me is waiting for and feeling the shift between seasons because there is very much like this day that happens where you're like oh we've just shifted like and Mm -hmm. and i can feel it between like oh it's officially spring or oh fall is officially here you know Mm -hmm. and like that that vibe shift and feeling especially the spring and the fall one for me are very big Mm -hmm. um and I'll, I'll wait and I'll wait <laughs> until it happens. Sometimes it surprises me because sometimes it's early. So like last year, I felt like fall, particularly like Halloween energy in like late July. It was very strange. I remember this, that. And we were yeah. talking a lot about that, that shift. It felt very early last year. Yeah. This year, I'm just now beginning to feel fall. We haven't really like had the big like clip over to it yet we haven't really Mm -hmm. like flipped over to that yet um but it's it's coming and we're in god we're already in like mid-september i know it's crazy august was like (laughs) three months long and now we're already halfway through september it was august was forever and august was a month that wouldn't end it really wouldn't and the other thing to, to think about and i saw somebody joking about this on social media is they were saying like here in the northwest we have five seasons And like Mm -hmm. we do, it's like in fall, we have like this here in the Northwest, we have like this reemergence of the green Mm -hmm. because the rains come and the green, it's Mm -hmm. like a, it's like a weird spring. Like it just kind of like the green comes back because it's just been dry all summer. Mm -hmm. And then we also have fire season. Fire is a a huge part of our ecology here in the Pacific Northwest and in the West Mm -hmm. in general. 
And a lot of people don't think of that because of, well, I could rant about fire suppression and white supremacy led land management, but I won't. Um, (laughs) Fire is a part of our lives here. So Mm -hmm. in, you know, late August, September, especially it's smoke months. It's just smoky. Yes. It's just the way it is. The sky is orange and gray. It's apocalyptic. They shut mm -hmm. your power off. Everything's covered in a little layer of ash, ash, wherever. (laughs) That's the reality. Unfortunately. Um, Though my favorite part of the ash is then the hood of my car is covered in little kitty paw prints. Oh, I love that. It's very sweet. It's very sweet. (laughs) So work all your magic on all the things. And yes, I like that you talked about um, Temperance's book too. So the year of the witch, um, if you're looking at building your own wheel of the year, which I highly recommend Mm -hmm. check out that book. Um, And depending on where you are, your wheel will look different and that's okay. Right. Like Temperance lives in Florida. I grew up in Florida. So Mm. it's like, Florida's like perpetually summer with like some spring sprinkled in. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. I mean, I remember living in Florida in the panhandle and one night it snowed and it was there for like an hour and a half or two hours. And literally everyone woke up in the middle of the night in the little compound. I was living on a rural backwoods military base. We all woke up in the middle of the night and we like partied at like 1 a.m. because it was snowing in the panhandle of Florida. Uh... <laughs> so it's, it's like... And that's super rare for that area. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's so sweet. It was really cool. I love that. Mm. All right, you guys. This has been our Magical Timing series. I think we're going to stop harping at you about that and get on to some other things. We have some guests. We have all kinds of stuff coming up for you. So Mm -hmm. stay tuned. Uh, live your best life and most importantly do witchcraft do it support for this podcast comes from our listeners if you would like to support invoking witchcraft with a one-time donation please go to invokingwitchcraft.com backslash donate or if you'd like to become a premium listener join the coven at invokingwitchcraft.com backslash coven There, you'll get access to our exclusive Facebook group for discussion and connection, as well as access to occasional workshops. We hope to see you there.